Colt falls onto the bed, on the other side of his place. Don't talk shit about her, fucker, or I'll kick your ass. I smile at him because I expected him to say something like that. The cool thing about them is he loves her just as much as she loves him. She's changed him, and I don't think he even realizes how much. I might give him hell, but I'm happy. One of us deserves that bullshit storybook ending. Don't look at me like that. I hate it when you give me that dissecting look like you're trying to pull out all my fucking secrets. I tap my head and play that stupid psychic game that he likes to give me hell about. I don't see the future. I just notice shit. When you're seven years old and scared of your own fucking shadow, too scared to get close to anyone like I used to be, you learn to pay attention, to study people's lives because it's the only way to feel like you're living, and to think about how differently you'd be doing it if you had the balls to man up, or, hell, if you hadn't been given such a shitty hand to begin with. You know I'm just playing about Cheyenne, and I'd be more afraid of her than you. I tease, putting the pipe to my mouth before taking another pull. I hold it out to Colt, knowing he'll say no. He found his solace in Cheyenne, and I have as close to it as I'll ever get right here. Colt shakes his head. I've shit to do. I'll talk to Shay about tonight. You act like having a party is something new. It's just like every other night, right? Yeah, except for tonight... I'm trying to forget watching my sister cry over Ash's grave, trying to forget I didn't have the balls to go to her, that I watched him die. Just another night. Inhale. Exhale. Then I stand, hardly feeling the tickle of my high, and follow him out the door. When we hit the bottom of the stairs, which lead to the parking lot, his girl shows up, all dark skin and dark hair. She's half Native American and has an exotic look about her. Hey, baby. I wink at her, teasing both her and Colt. Cheyenne gives me a smile before Colt wraps his arms around her and kisses her. How are you? She runs her hand through his hair, a dark look washing over her face that tells me she's probably thinking about that night a couple months ago when he got his head injury. Better now, he says before glancing at me. So, Adrian's having a party tonight that he wants us to go to. No, Adrian having a party? I never would have guessed, Cheyenne replies. She steps away from Colt, so I grab her and throw an arm around her shoulders. Don't give me shit. I thought we were a team now. When two people watch someone who means something to both of them almost die, it creates a bond. I know how fast someone can be taken from you, and I don't take that shit lightly. People come in and out of my house all the time. They party with me and use me for whatever the hell they want. But Colt's real. Cheyenne, too. They're the only people besides Angel I let myself give a shit about. Quit hitting on my girl. Colt shakes his head, but he knows nothing's going on. He might have turned over a new leaf by trying not to be such a bastard all the time, but he would have tried to take my ass out a long time ago if he thought I really wanted Cheyenne. 
I think he likes that we're cool. I wouldn't have to try. My words are cut off when I see a dark-haired girl get out of a car. She's tall, wearing some kind of yoga pants or some shit with a big-ass sweater. I don't even have to use my imagination to see how nice her legs are. She's got these long curls in her hair that I want to weave my hands through and gently tug. And I talk about people using me. It's no secret I do the same fucking thing. I don't know who this girl is. Never saw her before in my life. But I know I want her. Want to use her to forget. Oh my God, Cheyenne says. And I know she sees the girl too. Your boyfriend used to be just as bad, I say without taking my eyes off the girl. What the fuck?